I'm going to try this song called Who Am I? And it's a casting crown. And a, I wouldn't even have a song. One for Wheeler. He said, you got to sing a special this Sunday. So can everybody see me? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs>
was lost, but now I found was blind, but now I see. Twas grace that taught my heart to fear, and grace my fears relieved. How precious did that grace appear the hour I first believed. My chains are gone, I've been set free. My God, my Savior has ransomed me. thank you baby thank you isn't God good <laughs> amazing grace my chains are gone we've been set free folks <laughs> I figured I'd get more amens out of that Lord have mercy we've been set free 
God has set us free. We were doomed for hell. Now we're going to heaven. We've been set free. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Galatians chapter 6. Galatians chapter 6. And I want to thank you for being here. And uh, that little baby was nervous about doing this this morning. She sang the other night on Sunday night. And she told her mama, said, there's a few more folks on Sunday morning. It makes me nervous. And uh, But I appreciate her doing that. You keep singing, baby. You keep singing. Uh, isn't God good? God is good. Uh, last week I told you that we're going to come back, good Lord willing, tonight and start on Revelation. Well, God wasn't willing, apparently, because I wasn't here. But good Lord willing. And we'll start on that tonight, so you be here for this, and I know that you'll receive a blessing. Galatians chapter 6, stand with me for the reading of God's Word, please, if you can. Galatians 6 and verse 1, Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if a man think of himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceiveth himself. But let every man prove his own work. Then shall he have rejoicing in himself alone, and not in another. For every man shall bear his own burden. Dear Heavenly Father, bless the reading of your word today. Lord, I need power to preach your word. Lord, I don't want to preach in my strength or in my knowledge or in my wisdom, but I want to preach in that which you gave me today. Lord, help me preach full of the Holy Spirit of God. Lord, fill me, and I pray that we get a message from you and not from me. Lord, we need to hear from you today. Lord, I pray that our hearts would be open. I pray that they would be soft to the preaching. Lord, I pray that we would allow your word to convict us. Lord, I pray that souls would be saved today. Lord, I pray that the saved would be drawn closer to you. But I also pray that as the saved, we would be drawn closer together. Lord, we're not each other's enemy. We're all in this together. And Lord, sometimes we need to be reminded of that. And I pray that you would help us to remember that today. I love you. And I praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You may be seated. I want to preach to you this morning on this subject. We must bear our burdens. We must bear our burdens. The <clears throat> Apostle Paul said, For we that are in this tabernacle do groan, being burdened. Burdens are something that every one of us bear. Burden is something that you will bear your entire life, whether you're saved or whether you're lost. There will be burdens to bear in this whole world. The Bible said we're counted as sheep to the slaughter. We are killed all the day long. The things that we have to go through in this curse-stricken world brings burdens upon our life. You face burdens. The world faces burdens. Every one of us will face burdens. The word burden in the Greek means to be weighed down as with affliction, calamity, or oppression. Isn't it easy to be weighed down today? Isn't it easy to be loaded down with the cares of this whole world, with things going on in our life? It's amazing how one night you can be on top of the world shouting and rejoicing, and that later on that night the world have you by the throat. Isn't it amazing how these burdens can come so quickly and come into our life? But the Bible says that we must bear them. 
We must bear them. We have a responsibility as a Christian, and that is to bear our burden. The word bear in the Greek means to lift up or to carry off. When we say bear our burdens, we simply mean to deal with our burdens. May I tell you, if you have a burden, that's honest. But to sit there and not do anything about it is not right. If you have a burden, it needs to be dealt with. May I tell you, friend, you don't have to carry those burdens around any longer. That's why the suicide rate is so high. That's why the drug rate and the alcohol rate is so high because people believe that there's nowhere to carry your burdens. But bless God, I'm here to say there's somewhere to take them to today. May I tell you, you can take your burdens to Jesus and leave them there. We can have our burdens dealt with, but we must deal with our burdens. May I tell you that we're commanded to deal with our burdens. Child of God, you have no business living life full of grief, being under oppression by the cares of this old world. There's victory in Jesus. May I tell you that He has set us free from those bonds. He has set us free from those things. I want you to look in verse number 1 and I want us to notice number 1 our responsibility to those who have strayed. Our responsibility to those who have strayed. The Apostle Paul is talking to the church of Galatia. And he writes in verse number 1, Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest also thou be tempted. Now understand that we have a responsibility as saved people. Notice it says, ye which are spiritual. If you are a Christian, you have a responsibility to those who have strayed. The word fault there means a misfall. It means a mishap. It means a falling aside from duty. If there is somebody in your family, your Christian family, your church family, if you see a fellow Christian that has fallen away, we have a responsibility to them. The Apostle Paul is talking to Christians who look out at other Christians and see that they have strayed away and see that they have fallen from their duty as a Christian. It's easy for us to look out, and I promise you don't have to look very far or very wide to see Christians that are struggling in the faith. I want you to know that, child of God, you have a responsibility to those who have strayed away. When that prodigal son got out and he went to the hog pen, the that old brother that got mad at him, he had a responsibility to his other brother. The father had a responsibility to the one who has strayed. And may I tell you that if there's someone in your family, in your church family, your neighbor or somebody in the faith that has strayed from their faith in Jesus, you have a responsibility. You have a responsibility to go to them. And the Bible says that we are to restore them. The Bible says to restore them. That means to put in order of what is broken. Refit or repair. These people, these Christians around us are struggling. And there are some that fall off sometimes. And we have a responsibility as God's people to go to them and restore them in the Lord. So many say, well, it ain't none of my business. Yes, it is. Paul said, it is your business. 
We look around and we see people that miss church and miss this and miss that. Folks that used to not ever miss and now they're missing. We look around and we see folks that used to be there praying with us. They're not praying with us anymore. Paul said, you got a responsibility. And your responsibility is to go restore them. Well, it's none of my business. Yes, it is. God is making it part of our business. May I tell you, there's times that I stray away. There's times that I fall off. And God sends Christians my way to help me, to bring me back to the faith. May I tell you, every now and then, we need a friend in the faith to come along and say, Brother, sister, I love you. Brother and sister, I've missed you. Brother and sister, I'm praying for you. Brother and sister, I want you to know that I'm concerned of what's going on in your life. May I tell you that I'm glad that God puts people around me who's worried about me. That if I'm not doing what I need to do, they are there to help me to get back in line. And sometimes when we are the ones that need to get back in line, we get so offended by people. Can you believe they just welcomed me to church? Can you believe they told me they missed me? I've heard Christians say it. Well, I'm not going back there because I missed a month and I come back and they said, where have you been? We missed you. I can't believe they said that. They told me, where have you been? Well, what are they supposed to say? And it's amazing to me that people carry their feelings on their shoulder and then when people out of love go to them, they get offended. We are commanded in the Scripture to go to our brother and sister in Christ and care for them. If you have strayed, it's my responsibility to ask you to care for you. And I've gone to people and I said, oh, I love you. Oh, man, man, we miss you. Man, man, I'm concerned about you. And then before I hear it, boy, that preacher won't leave me alone. He's bugging me to death. Man, I'm telling you, he worries me all the time about, why aren't you in church? Why aren't you doing this? What's going on? And they get offended. Friend, we have a responsibility. And I want you to know that it may be you falling away. And tomorrow it may be me that is falling away. And a lot of people say, well, we're not the judge. And I'm not the judge. But i got to warn you, the judge is coming. (laughs) And I have a responsibility. And people say, well, you know, they're living in sin, but we're scared to tell them the truth. We're scared to tell them what's going on. May I tell you, the judge is coming. And I hear the whole world say, well, you're not my judge. You can't judge me. You better praise God that I'm not your judge. But there's one greater than me who is your judge. And your court date's coming up. (laughs) Your hearing is coming. May I tell you that our brothers and sisters in Christ that are falling away, we have a responsibility to them. Number one, this is what we need to do, okay? If you know somebody falling away, do this. Number one, tell them the truth. Tell them the truth. Quit lying to them. Well, as long as you feel good. (laughs) Have you ever heard that? Well, I know you're not doing what the Bible says, but as long as you're happy inside. Friend, the truth is the truth. Don't you lie to anybody. 
You tell them what the Bible says. If they are biblically wrong, you have a responsibility to bring the Scripture before them. And you must tell them the truth. I had a young lady come to me. She was a senior in high school. She said, Preacher, I know what the Word of God says about homosexuality, but I'm having to change my stance. And I said, Why is that? She said, Because one of my friends have come out, and now I don't want to offend her. I don't, I, you know, I don't want to hurt her feelings. And as long as she's happy, Preacher, that's all I should worry about. And I said, Baby, your friend's going to stand before God one day. And your, your friend is going to have to answer before the Lord. And if you don't tell her, your, her blood's going to be on your hands. You have a responsibility to tell her the truth. She doesn't have to like it. She doesn't have to accept it. But she needs to hear the truth. And maybe God is lifting you up to tell her the truth. Well, you know, I don't want to offend them. I don't want to go too far. I don't want to hurt their feelings. Let me tell you something. If they're strayed, it don't matter what you say or do, their feelings are going to get hurt anyway. I've had people say, well, that preacher's on me too much. He's called me too much. That preacher ain't called me, to, called me enough. Man, he ain't called me at all. I'm telling you, I've learned I can't win with some folks. And they're just going to stray and they're going to keep on going. But I have a responsibility to tell them the truth and so do you. We must tell them the truth. And number two, we must show them love. You love on them. Don't badger them. Don't pester them. Don't constantly every day, where you been? What are you doing? I'm worried about you. You're wrong. Show them your love. Don't judge them. Love them. And may I tell you that you can love them without accepting their lifestyle. You can love them without accepting the things that they're doing. May I tell you that in my own family, we're dealing with sins in our family, that my family's had to make a stand. And may <clears throat> I tell you, you can make a stand for righteousness and still love them at the same time. But oh, I love them, and I can't, if you love them enough, you tell them the truth. And you love on them. And you shower them with the love of Christ. And if there's anybody there to pick them up, you be there. You love them. Aren't you glad that God's put people in your life to love you? Aren't you glad that God brought people into your life to love on you? And number three, you pray for them. You pray for them. You love on them and you pray for them. You tell them you're praying for them. You tell them that you're going to be on your knees. You tell them that you're concerned. You tell them that you're going to seek God on their behalf. And you do it faithfully. Every day you fall on your knees and you pray to God for them. May I tell you today, I am where I am because people prayed for me. And when you can't go with them where they're going, the sweet Holy Spirit of God can. And when they lay down at night and they're in trouble and they're in trial, you can pray the conviction of that Holy Spirit upon them. And may I tell you, the greatest thing you can do for somebody is pray for them. Pray for them. You lift them up and you put them in the hands of God. You know what to do when you don't know what to do with somebody? You pray for them. You know what to do when you can't get somebody straight? You pray for them. You know what to do when you are at your wits' ends with them and their life? You pray for them and put them in the hand of an almighty God. May I tell you, child of God, we need to start there.
We need to start by praying for them and putting them in the hand of an almighty God. We have a responsibility to those who are hurting. Notice verse number 2. If you're with me, say amen. Amen. The Bible says, Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Verse number 1 speaks of a spiritual uh, burden. It speaks of a spiritual straying away. But verse number 2 speaks of a physical burden. When people are going through burdens, the Bible says that we must bear them. We must help our brothers and sisters in Christ not only when they're hurting spiritually, but when they're hurting physically. Y'all look in Luke chapter 6, or excuse me, Matthew 22. Do I have y'all's attention this morning? Matthew 22. Matthew 22 in verse 37. We have a responsibility to those who are hurting. If there are people around us with a physical problem, it is your business. If you have brothers and sisters in Christ who are hurting physically, it is your business. We need to quit saying it's none of our business. We need to quit turning our head and going the other way. We must make it our business. In verse 37, Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On thee These two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Everything that you're taught is hung on love. What are you to do to the people around you? You are to love them. You are to love them. You don't owe anybody anything but your love. And you know why we owe them our love? Because Christ first loved us. And do you know why we are to go out of our way and help our people? Because when you love somebody, you love them enough to do something about what's going on. In the the good Christian spiritual stand is, oh, I see you have that problem. We'll know that I'm praying for you. And we smile and we walk down the road and we feel good. But what about that good Samaritan that loved enough to do something about it? Aren't you glad that God didn't just look down and say, Oh, they got a sin problem. Isn't that sweet? I'm going to pray for them. Aren't you glad that God from heaven looked down and said, They got a sin problem, and I'm going to love them enough that I'm going to do something about it. And I'm going to step out and I'm going to give them my only begotten son. And he's going to go and he's going to die for them because I'm concerned for those who are hurting. May I tell you, God's concerned for those who are hurting. God's concerned for those who are lost to the place and to the point that He gave us His only begotten Son. He loved us enough to do something about it. The old good old missionary back, well, I'm praying for you, brother. Hey, I'm here. If you need me, you call me and I'll pray for you. (laughs) No. Love is staying up late with that brother and sister who needs you. Love is going and taking the shirt off of your back and giving them that shirt if they need it. Love is sacrificing yourself for their greater good. You say, preacher, I don't have a lot. Well, let me tell you, everything you got, God gave you. And whatever God gave you, you give it back to Him. And when it comes to giving it back to Him, He may want you to use it for somebody else. And people say, well, I'm down, but I know God's going to provide. Could it be that God is going to use you to provide for them? 
Isn't it amazing the people God has brought in our life to help us when only God knew that we were hurting? Isn't that amazing? I've told this story before, but I'm going to go back to it because I love it so much. Lacey was sick one morning. Down, horrible Sunday. Man, I'm telling you, I was miserable. I came and I preached. I had heard the doctor that morning. I went home, had 10,000 meetings, had all of this going on. People got the kids. I think I had Kennedy. And I walked over to the house and I thought, what in the world am I going to cook? And somebody come pulling up in the driveway. And they took their pot of roast and potatoes and carrots and they brought it to me. And they said, here you go, preacher. And I said, of course, dummy me, did you go home and make this? Like they just went home and made the roast. I, and it hit me. I said, this is your lunch. What are you going to eat? Well, it don't matter. You need it. And I just broke down. I'm glad for people who help those who are hurting. And God knows. And when God leads you to help somebody, you follow the direction of the Holy Spirit. Have you ever been in that place that there's something within you that says you need to go help that individual? And that longing and that unction and that burden and that conviction that says they need your help? That's the Holy Spirit of God saying go. Go and help them. And if that's the Holy Spirit saying go and you say no, then it's a sin to not help them. May I tell you that when I stand before God, I'm not worried as much about the things that I've done rather than the things that I haven't done. May I tell you that where I'm going to get in trouble is not necessarily on my sins of the things that I've done, but the things that I haven't done for Him. The times that He said go and I said no. The times He said go help that person and I didn't go help them. May I tell you, I believe as Christians that's where we sin the most. And to look the other way is a sin. Y'all with me, church? It's a sin to look the other way. Bear your brother's burdens. Now I want you to look back here in our text in Galatians. Chapter 6 and verse 5. The Bible says, For every man shall bear his own burden. We have a responsibility to those who stray, to those who are hurting. We have a responsibility to ourselves. If you have a burden, and I'm going to take you, Brother Mike, for a minute and use you for an example. If you have a burden and you are loaded down, I have a responsibility to help you. I have a responsibility to do all that I can to help restore you, to bring you back into the fold, if you will, to bring back that which is broken, to fix it. i got to do everything that I can. Y'all listen to this now. But at the end of the day, there's only so much I can do. At the end of the day, Mike's got to make the, his mind up. That you know what? This has gone too far. I can help you. I can give you money. I can give you everything that this world has to offer. I can pray for you. I can give you the shirt off my back. But if you don't help yourself, and you don't come to the place that I'm wrong, and I need to get right then I can do all I want to, but I'm spinning my wheels. And I have a responsibility to do that, even though you don't want to hear it. Even though you're not helping yourself, I have a responsibility. But let me tell you something, the responsibility is also yours. 
There's a time and a place that we can point and look at people. Well, they didn't help me do this and they didn't help me do that. But if you want to look at reality, there's a lot of people who has helped us. God's given you everything that you need to go forward in life. There is a place and time that you've got to take responsibility for your own burden. May I tell you, lost person, I can help you in any way. I can lead you to Jesus, but I can't save your soul. You have to understand that you need to be saved. You have to fall on your face and be saved. There are some folks that I love to grab by the neck and say, would you just get saved already? There are some folks that I want to say, would you just get right already? I can pray for them. I can love on them. But it ain't ever going to get right till they take responsibility for their own burden. May I tell you, lost person, you got a responsibility to take care of your sin. If you've never done business with God, right now's the time. Right now's the day you need to do business with God. I can tell you about Jesus. I can lead you to Him. I can share the gospel. But I cannot fall on your knees for you. I cannot confess your sins before the Lord. I'm not a Catholic priest. I'm a Baptist preacher who's going to tell you about a man who can save your soul. I cannot confess for you you got to do that on your own. May I tell you, we can preach and we can love and we can pray, but at the end of the day, we're going to have to bear our own burden. There's a time and a place where we've had enough and people's prayed for us and it's time to do business. Man, 30 years at First Baptist Wells, 30 years he came. One day he was fixing to have a triple bypass. He called me. And I said, I'm glad you ca- I, that you called me because I'm fixing to call you. And I want you to know that I'm coming to your house today. And we're going to talk about things about the Lord. And he said, okay. So I went over and he got saved before I got there. God saved his soul, 50-something years old. Been going to church for years, denying Jesus, rejecting him. Time went on. He wouldn't walk the aisle. He wouldn't walk the aisle. And I said, come on now. you got to walk the aisle. you got to make a profession. Jesus said, you confess me for men, I'll confess you for the Father. You deny me, I'll deny you. I said, there's something to that. He stepped out the day that I resigned. The day that I resigned, his wife got in the car and said, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. So that preacher knows and you know that you need to walk down and that preacher's prayed for you and you hadn't done it yet. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. And boy, she shamed him. The invitation started that night. He was gone. He come running down that aisle. He come running down that aisle. One of the sweet old women come up after her and said, Philip, I love you, but I got so tired of praying for you. She said, I prayed for you for 40 years and my knees are hurting because of you. I can't even walk because of you. But I'm glad you finally made that step. This church can pour out and pray for you. But there's going to come a time and place that you're going to have to do business with God. If you're hurting and you're needy, I'm telling you there's a time and a place that you're going to have to give it to God. People come through wanting money all the time. They don't want to help themselves, but they want everybody else to help them. There's a, there's a place and time that you've got to bear your own burden. Lost person, it's time to be saved. Child of God, sometimes I could just wring them prodigals by the neck. Come on home. 
But you can't do that. I tell you what my mama did. She fell on her knees every night and prayed for her baby. And I'm, her, I'm 33 years old and I'm still her baby. And she still prays for me. I talked to them on Saturday night, Sunday morning. Last thing out of their mouth, I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. And every night when I was in the hog pen of sin, I remember hearing her tears. I remember hearing her crying. I remember hearing her on her knees. Oh, God, bless him. Oh, God, protect him. Oh, God, tell him. Oh, God, show him. You see, she couldn't go with me, but the sweet Holy Spirit of God could. And every time I went out and every time I lived my life, she couldn't go with me and be there with me but God could and oh she prayed a hedge about me oh God make him miserable oh God help him see the light oh God work on him praise God for praying mamas thank the Lord for praying friends praise the Lord for brothers and sisters in Christ who love us enough to step out and say brother you're wrong sister you're wrong and you need to get right well if they do that that's going to offend me that's where bearing your own burden comes in. And if you get mad, you're wrong. You got to bear your own burden. And you got to get right with the Lord. I can preach till I'm blue in the face, and I normally do. But, friend, you got to bear your own burden. There's a time and a place where the preacher and the teacher and the mama and the daddy has done all they could do. But all it gets down to is us making a decision. God's calling you to do something. All I can do is love on you and tell you the truth. There comes a time and place that you've got to deal with that burden yourself. And you've got to submit to the will of God in your life. Child of God, we need to bear our burden.